The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Gamescom 2015, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. Jimmy? Push to talk. I am Jimmy Croker. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. My name is Sandy Gartner's Feet, and I say thank you in German. We are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 40 of the first cast. Today is August 10th, 2945. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. You know, guys, I know you haven't heard it yet, but we do have a new intro-outro song for the show, and it is called Try the Bass. It is a mostly brand new single, and I think, Jimmy, you might have mentioned this uh, uh, previously. Uh, It came out a couple months ago. It was on his website. Um, but, uh, anyway, you can find it there on his website, which is www.ronaldjenkies.com. I like it real hard. I hope you do too. Nice. I'm looking forward to checking it out tomorrow. So, um, obviously we don't want to bury the lead, uh, the, uh, the big, big story of the week. Uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, meet the devs, Josh Coons. I tell you, I've been waiting a long time for this interview. John, you down? You ready? Let's do it. Yeah, so Josh is uh, really into My Little Pony. Uh, he loves um, RP Bejeweled. And no, Gamescom 2015. All right. Yeah, we had a Gamescom presentation. It was pretty fabulous, huh? I'll say. What did you what say about it? What was your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do we want to just start from the top and, and slowly but surely work our way down? Well, I definitely want to, uh, uh, before we get into the meat of the, uh, the matter, as it were, uh, give a big shout out to a guy with ship who was there, Mr. Tovirus. And uh, you can follow him on the Twitter machine at Tovirus, T-O-V-I-R-U-S. It's kind of gross. Uh, huh? A Tovirus. Tovirus. Yeah. Did but, I mispronounce it? How, how did how did no? How did I think I wrong? think you're pronouncing it right. It's just if you think about a toe virus, kind of gross. Oh, this is such bad radio. <laughs> I but I think it's if you were to pronounce it literally, it'd be two virus. You know, two virus, like two virus with love. You know, like if you were like into like German. Kind of yeah, you kind kind of need an e if it was toe virus. That's tomato, true. tomato. Let's move on to the actual Gamescom presentation, right. shall we? Someone get Shaquille O'Neal on the phone. Let's find out how we pronounce this word. (laughs) 
All right. Well, anyway, he tweeted out some cool uh, pics of uh, him and um, uh, it was a, a lady that he was with there at the event. He also got some pictures with um, with uh, Ben and Sandy and the man himself that he tweeted out and uh, uh, tweeted out at the end of the day after he had returned home that it, he was exhausted, but it was a good kind of exhausted. So um, uh, big uh, congrats to Tovirus and thank you so much for uh, including the the that the hashtag TGWS so that we could all follow along with ye. So anyway, um, there was a cosplay competition. Hey guys. Mm, yeah, I think, um, I think we're going to need a couple more years of development before we really <laughs> see some home runs on the cosplay competitions. And let me just say, I'm just going to put this out there. When you're doing a cosplay competition for star citizen, I think it's official now it's bad form to promote your org. Now, I, I you know, I, I saw that you had written this in the notes, Jimmy, and I, um, I am prepared to take exception with you Ooh. On, on this. Um, because if I had been there, you know, wearing some made-up piece of thing I put together in the parking lot, um, I would be all about the, those guys with ships! John, I mean, where do you, John, you're the, you're the, you're the decision maker here. Bad form, good form. Uh, I think it's probably fine. Well, I, I mean, where are you coming from? What's what strikes you strikes the wrong chord with you? Um, it, it's kind of like to me. Um, it's kind of like gushing over a celebrity when you meet them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's just kind of bad form, or it's just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You know, or um, or hey, you know, uh, hey, um, uh, Charles Barkley, can you sit, give me a retweet? You know what I mean? It kind of makes me feel like that. Yeah, but those people were the stars. I mean, they brought them up on stage for them to, you know, for them to be featured. So um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I mean, you know, and you couldn't get within ten feet of that stage without getting hit with a glaive for crying out loud. I, they were just throwing them away like <sighs> chiclets. And you, and you get a glaive, and you get a glaive, and you get a glaive. <laughs> they like, were very like, Oprah about it. It was. <laughs> and then uh, three eight ninety jumps on top of it. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Pretty yeah. nice. Could have, could have paid for the trip to Germany and uh, you know uh, hotel stay and everything. Yeah, no, it was and it was really cool. And it was and obviously it was very impromptu. Um, you know, it seemed like they they saw some people out in the audience and said, hey, you know what, let's do this, and they brought them up and and it was a lot of fun and and it was really cool and and you know, yeah, the costumes were not bad. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to like, you know, I know there's a few floating around out there. I know that there's some people that have done like some 3d printed spacesuits and, and some guns. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the, like the home run cosplays in the coming years. Oh, we, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. We don't really have any characters yet. So no, I feel no, like no, it's kind really of hard. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And also like we haven't really, we're not in the persistent universe yet. So like I would totally cosplay, and again, because I'm a narcissist, myself and put a costume together based on whatever clothes that I have in-game. I think that would be kind of cool, too. Yeah. Guys, we have ships. You could have dressed up as a ship. There you go. That would have been awesome. I would have gone as an M50, you know, (laughs) something, you know, kind of sleek, sexy, you know, Uh, night night on the town, you know, cologne, watch out, here I come. Perfect. Yeah. 
So uh, anyway, it was I think it was a fun way to sort of start start things off, and I think they were also vamping for time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably were. So and then uh, Sandy uh, said, uh, "What did she say?" Uh, she said, "Good evening" in uh, French, uh, German, Italian, Spanish, and English. That was pretty cool. She did. And she then did. Uh, a little thank you that she did in German. Not bad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, she she read stuff in German, and then Ben translated. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of, which was kind of fun until she got to the part about her feet, and then she right. said she said that would be weird if Ben talked about her feet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think we all agree. Um, then the man himself he hit the stage to a standing ovation, which I thought was very cool. You know, it was like you know a conquering hero or something epic like that, or something really else cool. I don't know, but I thought it was, I got that you know that that sort of goosebumpy feeling like when. Uh, in the Star Wars trailer when uh, Harrison Ford says Chewie were home, you know. I don't know why, but, you know, Chris Roberts, you know, all sweaty and, you know, black t-shirted and whatever, just walked up on stage and folks went nuts. And I went a little nuts, too. Oh, it's adorable. He's kind of like the Steve Jobs of uh, of, uh, sp- sci- of uh, Space Sims. No, he's not dead. He's alive. Well, oh, yeah, God, but- perish the thought. But he's he's still kind of like that. He's pushing boundaries. He's doing things that nobody's done before. His pancreas is fine. I, I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean quite so literal. I hope his pancreas is fine. I'm sure it's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> With farva beans and a drag chianti. Oh, you, you know, did that a little too well. Like from the movie. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we we did learn also that the uh, the social module uh, is going to be released when Jimmy, the social module is going to be released this month. Yay! Do we care? I are you kidding me? I I am a I am a gaming social butterfly. I cannot wait for the social module. What are you going to do when you get there? I'm gonna walk around and say hi to people and do things like that. Uh, I'm gonna go visit Cubby Blast. Uh, I'm going to go visit the job well. Uh, the G-Lock bar, I'm going to totally hang out in. Uh, the alleyways, I'm going to try and get into a fight in. Uh, the uh, You got the uh, Astro uh, Armada, which is a place where you can go a high-end uh, ship dealer, mm-hmm, which I, th- mm-hmm. I thought was um, made sense, um, but I thought it was interesting that uh, you're not going to be able to buy every ship in every store and that makes that makes total sense and I'm glad that they that they at least clarified that so different dealerships will have different classes of ships um, and I think the same is going to hold true for um, ship modules as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but then um, you've also got uh, what the uh, ca- what is it the cassaba outlet where you can buy clothes even though we couldn't go in because it wasn't done yet cassaba cassaba thank you and I thought it was plural I thought it was cassabas plural cassaba the cassava outlet. You see, because now, and, and I wasn't thinking that was a clothing store. I was thinking that was more like a, a juice bar, maybe. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be a clothing store. It's where you'd be able to get your fashion swagger on, son. I was looking to get something else on there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, last Rated but not- T for teen. <laughs> last but not least, uh, which we've seen before, uh, was uh, Dumper's Depot. Uh, which is uh, where you'd go for ship repairs and and uh, to buy miscellaneous ship items. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, I, I think um, you know for the for the social module for the for the first kind of uh, for the test bed, I guess, of the persistent universe. It, it looks pretty robust, and you know, I, I grant that there's not going to be a whole lot of gameplay in there, but it is going to kind of be cool. And also, they also mentioned that you'd be able to go from hangar to hangar. 
Uh huh. So it'll be kind of cool. We'll be able to kind of all go to each other's hangers as well. So yeah. I wasn't able to watch the live stream, um, but I did go back and watch the breakouts that they did of the social module and the uh, um, what what did Mul- they call it? Multi-crew. The multi crew, multi crew. Yeah, on YouTube. Um, and it didn't have any commentary. It was like the press version because it was like 1080p and it looked great. But anyway, yeah. um, did they say if there would be like any interaction down on the the planet side stuff? So not for uh, V0. Uh, there'll be no buying and selling. Uh, V1, V2, uh, once they have persistence, then you'll be able to make purchases um, in the social module. Oh, Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. So, you, you can you can emote at each other inappropriately if you'd like. That you can do, and we'll all look exactly the same, which will be kind of awkward and weird. But you know, whatever. Officer, it was that one. No, wait, it was that one. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait. no, it was no, him. It was that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, I, you know, it's the same as it was with Arena Commander. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, you're going to get basically the initial kind of okay. It's it's playable where it is now with no bugs and now we're going to start building on that and we'll start introducing new bugs as we build on uh from there so i'm just excited for the progress more than all kidding aside more than anything i'm excited for the progress i'm I'm excited that the test bed for the persistent universe is going live this month i think that's brilliant yeah i i'm hoping um I mean, I, I'm wondering that once once it uh, we go do a, a quick spin about the park, if if it won't sort of like ah okay, well that's cool, we'll we'll go there um, um, when they add something else. Uh, but yeah. if it if it's a place where I'm thinking of our Sunday night meetup, so if it's a place where we can all congregate, you know, for the meetup, I, if we could go into Arena Commander out of the social module, I think that would be awesome because you know like if we're if it, you know, because you know, a lot of times on Mumble we're going, you know, who needs an invite? Who's, you know, who's in in a game? Who's not in a game? If you, you could be in the social module, and once you um, are in a game, you poof out of there. Then, I mean, I think that would be a cool way to kind of have a, a virtual three dimensional lobby. You know, well, you can you can still get to Arena Commander through the escape key, right? If I remember correctly, I, I don't know. Are you going to have to escape out of? Um, uh, the social module to to bring that up. Well, yeah, I would I would think that if that option is still available, and I'm pretty sure it is, um, we could. But you know, it's kind of a makeshift way of doing it. But we could all meet on Art Corp and hang out for a little bit and chit chat, and then we'd all just hit escape and load into the lobby. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would imagine you should still be able to get an invite. So I guess maybe one person would have to go in. You know, start up. Uh, the group, the game, and then do all the invites. I can't imagine that you wouldn't be able to from the social module. I'm just, I guess, I'm just sort of wondering how seamless it's going to be at the first pass. You know, probably it, not very. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> although walking around in there, it sure did look seamless. You know, yeah, I mean, and it looks pretty expansive too for for just you know being the first city. It looks like there's, I mean, you know, of course, it looks bigger than it actually is in reality, um, but it looks like there's quite a bit of walking around uh, and sightseeing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It looks really cool too. Like I was getting strong, uh, like uh, Blade Runner vibes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, it made me want a bubble tea real bad. A bubble tea. Yeah. I mean, where, what do you have when you go to a dystopian future? Oh, okay. Yeah. Bubble tea. No. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Now I want a bubble tea. 
Bubble teas Bubble for everybody. Bubble teas for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. All right. Um, you know, if I had, I thought it was it was bright, it was shiny. It, I, I liked it a lot. Um, my one criticism, and this is certainly an unfair criticism for the first pass at it, is I, I thought it felt a little staged, but, you know, it had to be staged. It yeah, was totally. Staged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you had the same ships kind of flying around. It was like there was that one 300i that just kept making a big loop around the city. Um, I don't know if you watched it to the very end. Uh, it sort of ended with uh, a couple of minutes just looking out over the railing off into the distance. And the same, right. <laughs> the same ship looked like it was circling, looking for, waiting for something to die so it could have dinner. <laughs> and it will be. You know, again, it's like, I mean, remember what it was like when Arena, Arena Commander first came out. The way the, the first iteration of Arena Commander versus where it is now is, uh, you know, it's night and day. Yeah. And I think so. what, as soon as as soon as we have twenty uh, PCs in there, and if they're going to go with the nine to one ratio, that would be uh, what uh, one hundred and eighty uh, NPCs. Yeah. Uh, so so if we have two hundred, uh, you know, living, not living, um, not breathing, um, you know, two hundred characters, be they AI controlled or um, uh, you know controlled by our sweaty little fingers, um, I think that that will make the uh, the feel of it seemed to be a little less sterile, a little less yeah, you know, absolutely kind of uh, sort of the, the more sterile parts of, of the Blade Runner experience. Yeah, they yeah. obviously are kind of barren on the the audio front and the NPCs. So mm, yeah. it, it kind of felt weird with nobody walking around in Art Corp. Um, and then both of the demos had very few sound effects other than what's already in Arena Commander. Mm-hmm. Um, but the demos were still really impressive. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and you know, and it's it's a thing that you know we you have to remind yourself, and you have to remind everybody out there that you know we we are participating in an alpha, and this is stuff that would normally just be play tested internally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So but lucky us, we get to share in that experience. Mm-hmm. And how? And frankly, I am excited. I found out, I learned a new thing uh, this past Sunday. I didn't realize that when you're in your hangar, if you hit L, it pulls up a menu that allows for you to add people, add, add other players. Real people? Wow. Yeah. I like to be able to add, uh, who was it? Um, it was Tovirus. I forget, I forget who it was, but um, I just hit the L button. Somebody told me in chat and pulled it up, and boom, there was a little window there that allowed for you to uh, add players to your, uh, to your friends list. Well, that sounds handy, Jimmy. It, it is. It's pretty darn handy. Um, one thing with the social module that we will not see, well, I was a little bummed out about, we will not see any iteration of Moby Glass yet. <sighs> That's it. I'm out. Who wants my chips? <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> yeah. Every time somebody says Moby Glass, I think of Moby from SSX. <laughs> That's maybe, interesting. Maybe somebody will get that. Yeah, that is interesting. That's the Moby with an I, right? Uh, I don't... Maybe. <laughs> Spelling is hard. So, uh, we, I was I was wrong, by the way. Um, so, the Gamescom flash sale was literally just for the presentation. They weren't kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of odd. But, but Jimmy, before we, we move on from the uh, the social module, please uh, do share with us now that you are no longer bound by the uh, NDA. Um, 
what what of that did you see when you were in Santa Monica, and how, if at all, was it different from what we saw live on the interwebs from Germany? Not only did you ruin my brilliant and seamless transition into the next segment, but I didn't see anything of the social module on the tour. <laughs> God, just um, I never saw, mind. None of that I said. I yeah, said yeah. I, I, I'll, when we get to the um, to the multi crew, um, there was a fair bit that I got to see uh, of that. That's what they were working on when I took when I took the tour. So, but uh, back to the Gamescom flash sale. Did um, uh, did anybody pick <laughs> anything up? Well, no. We we got that later on. Don't jump in way over huge huge blocks of text. Oh God, we really need to edit. <laughs> what's happening okay. right now okay what's the next segment Gleep? jimmy it's a list you just start at one item you go to the next and then you go to the next and so on no item 13 i think bullet bullet points jimmy's counting in binary right now <laughs> one one zero one 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 zero one <laughs> one one well i you know speaking of things that we talked about and were wrong uh i think that i made the uh the brilliant prognostication that there would be no fps uh, information uh, shared at the um, at the event, and that was incorrect. They oh, yeah, had that's right. they had uh, a Gold Horizon uh, playthrough. Now, John, did you get a chance to see that? No, it was it was buried sort of in the middle of the um, of the the full presentation. Which I, when you get a chance, I, I would definitely say check it out. You know, skim through it. There was some some stuff that was not in the press releases. Um, that was included there, including the commentary. Although there was for the multi crew, there was on YouTube a separate release of just that section of the entire presentation. Um, but in the um, um, in the entire presentation or the, the full presentation, there was a section where they did a um, um, some playthrough of the Gold Horizon map. And um, um, I don't know, Jimmy, did, you saw it, right, Jimmy? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I didn't think that we saw anything a whole lot brand new, except that we saw some things that have been uh, talked about in some of the FPS uh, or the Star Marine updates. You know, like gadgets, etc., actually right. being used. Well, um, one of the things I thought was really cool was you got to see um, the what they're trying to accomplish with real motion and inertia. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think you're right. There wasn't anything really groundbreaking. It was just a lot of little stuff. It was really more of a star Marine is real. We've overcome a lot of hurdles. We're, yeah. we're still working on it. And here's a little taste of, of what's going on. And, um, lots of death, which was great, yeah. but, um, I liked the, um, I liked the inertia. It was basically John, what, what they showed was they showed one of the players running and then coming to a stop and the inertia that takes place when you stop. So you don't just come to a dead stop. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was real small and subtle, but still, it was really cool. Um, I think Chris had mentioned that they're really trying to make this um, as tactical a combat experience as possible. Um, the biggest issue that they're having right now, uh, and it's something that they've talked about a lot, is the merging of the first-person and third-person animations um, because they just can't cheat that. It's got to be perfect for everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, working on retrofitting the skeletons to uh, retarget animations was another big one that they were working on. This he said Chris said something like they had like over three thousand am- animations that they were in the middle of of polishing and, and putting into the game, which is crazy. Yeah, it's something to do with the way they were adjusting skeletons or something. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yep. 
So they had to refactor all those animations, which is just, you know, I, I, they use computers to do this sort of thing, you know. It's so just it, such a monumental task when you think about it. It's it crazy. It goes faster with computers. computers it does. Do, do stuff fast. Um, but uh, I, I liked uh, uh, at the sort of at the top of the presentation, uh, Chris made a comment, something to the effect of uh, Star, Star Marine is not canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah. It's for realsies, guys. And here and here it is. And, uh, and, you know, and it was nice that everything that they showed was was being played live there yeah. on machines there. So yep. this wasn't anything that was being even, um, you know, uh, uh, funneled through the Internet from, from Santa Monica or Austin. I mean, it was actually machines that were working on a network there live. So Yeah, there was no, I don't, there, was, there wasn't a single uh, trailer. It was all real-time play, right? Yeah, yeah. It was all, um, yeah. it was all uh, as it ha- live without a net, as they say. Um, Did you guys if, see that weird interlacing on the stream? Um, I noticed a lot of uh, 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 technical issues with with the video feed. Is that is that what you mean? No, like when they were moving, there's like vertical lines. It looked like some kind of weird interlacing thing. I I saw the, like the very end of the stream, and I noticed that, and it was kind of annoying. But maybe it was I don't. I I have no idea how it would be just me seeing it, but even, I even saw it on uh, uh, the videos they broke out for YouTube um, hmm. that weren't oh. the press versions. They have what well, they they broke out the full stream and um, like the social module and the multi crew stuff for YouTube, um, but I they have separate press versions, which I assume they must have played the demos earlier and uh, recorded yeah, they did, them. They did, they, they did that on Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm assuming that they they weren't actual live playthroughs for press because the the live demos that we saw of Multi Crew and Gleep, you can attest to this, um, was definitely a little bit more uh, loosey goosey as far as you know, Chris trying to make sure that they switched the cameras at the right time. Uh, there was a, there was a, an issue, uh, not technical, but in gameplay that we'll talk about a little later. Um, that uh, that caused the entire presentation to not end exactly the way Chris <laughs> wanted it to. Um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, but Jared, the, the press one was very clean, very tightly edited, and it looked great. Although I think it was done live. Um, I was okay. lis- listening to um, uh, Star Signal this morning, and they had um, Sandy Gardner on as a as a guest, and she was talking. They interviewed her shortly after Gamescom ended. And, oh, okay. uh, she, she was talking about uh, them uh, doing those uh, presentations for the press. And it, and it happened on, I think th- the press days were Wednesday and Thursday and talking about how hard it was to get um, all of uh, all of that to work right. So definitely, you know, check out Star Signal. Uh, it's a it's a fun interview with with Sandy. Nice. Well, it's you know, I, I, I guess given the the bad press that they had to suffer through, you know, last month. Um, I guess they had a lot to prove, and, and, and in my opinion, they proved it. And how? Um, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, and speaking of the the what you were talking about with Chris giving directions, I mean, it was he sounded so much like a director. A director, yeah, he totally, in, totally in, did in dress rehearsal. You know, I mean, yep. it, it was it was like no, 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 you over, over there, over there. You know, it was, it was like the 
you know, the, the couple of the, the poor guys, you know, it's like, you know, they're switching back and forth and back and forth. No, 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 go back, go back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, can, you could hear the director in Chris loud and clear during the presentation. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty fun. I bet you, I bet you he is a hard uh, director to work for. You know? I, I, I'm going to say that he's, he, he strikes me as a, a, a good boss to work for. But mm-hmm. he also strikes me as as a as a taskmaster, master. You know, someone that expects a lot and expects you to stay late and expects you to put, you know, go above and beyond. I, he probably expects people to have the same the same drive, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, same and passion energy for, does. for yeah. the project as he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, nothing wrong with that. I mean, no, no, absolutely. As long as you know what you're getting into when you sign up. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, uh, that was uh, that was interesting, and uh, we believe that. Um, uh, that uh, Star Marine is on track for an end of September release, hopefully. So, you know, TM soon, LOL. Okay. ROA, LOL. Hey, I'm not, I'm ma- I'm not R-O-A? making segment transitions anymore. Rolling, rolling on my, rolling on my, no, Raffle no. Mayo. Raffle Mayo. <laughs> I, I, I love the Raffle Mayo sandwich. Mmm. <laughs> With lettuce and tomatoes. All right. Um, there was a there were there was other other cool stuff that they did. You know, for you know to to kind of make the whole thing you know uh, uh, the kind of celebration of the Star Citizen community that we've come to expect. There was a very nice compilation of fan content, including yeah. a, a space whale. Did you did you catch the space? Whale I did. I did catch the space yeah. whale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but, you know, like ship designs and, uh, artwork, uh, fan artwork. And the, the, the guy that we talked about, I don't know how many episodes back now, uh, and his Lego ships, um, they featured that for quite a bit. And oh, nice! Uh, I guess this is going to, um, all be stuff that is going to continue to have life and breath, um, in what is, what they are calling the community hub. Um, that is going to they're creating through turbulent and i believe that the guy that was on camera was from turbulent uh was uh he was not live there but he was on a on a, a, a on a feed uh, talking about the community hub and how that was going to create a place where all of us fans can share our content and including podcasts there was there's going to be some way that we can register our podcast to our organization and feature it or what have you and it was which i thought was kind of interesting given that i'm not aware of that many star citizen podcasts and they were kind of talking about it like it was um uh, there was more than just three of us you know or three and a half if you want to count those guys that you know pop in every month and a half or so (laughs) stop throwing shade gleep (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, so I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I, is it going to help us? Is well, it, how is it going to affect what we do? If, if I had to guess, I think it's really more to um, allow communities uh, or, or different organizations to start, you know, uh, organization-specific podcasts, you know. Um, oh, okay. If I had to guess, it's just basically another feature that they're allowing for uh, for orgs. I The thing I found the most interesting was the uh, was the issue council. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, let, 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 before we leave the community hub, so you're saying organization-specific podcasts, so basically taking the technology that we have pioneered, those guys with ships. Uh, yes, this is. And yes, they've they've listened to us and been like, you know what, those guys with ships, they know what they're doing. Let's steal their idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is that what you were trying to go? That what you were driving for? I'll say it's time to lawyer up, boys. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying. 
Oh, but I was saying, um, I in in community, um, I found the uh, the issue council uh, portion to be the most interesting. Uh, John, did you have a chance to to follow to see any of that? No. So. The issue council is a crowdsourced approach to uh, evaluating bug reports. If you uh, basically, there's uh, three phases. There is a contribute. You contribute to a bug report. They prioritize it, and then you vote on it. And the bugs that get the most votes will get the most attention, and the ones that get the least amount of votes will basically kind of go onto the back burner. So it's a more kind of interactive way. Uh, for people to report bugs, to be involved with the bug reporting, to be able to go and find the the more popular bugs, which I think is great because if you have a bug in game, it, it can be a challenge to find out if it's a common occurrence or if it's just you. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I think it's better. Anything's better than what we have now. Is this the thing they said that hasn't been done before? I don't know. Um, I because I, I think Minecraft. I think Minecraft implemented this a okay. couple years ago. They have a similar system where you report a bug and then people can reply to it to like confirm that they have the that same issue and like upvoted and stuff. Right. So I don't yeah. know if a lot of people are doing that, but it I'm it sounds effective. Yeah, and and the fact that like it'll be, you know, one centralized area to go look at bugs, which I I mean I think they have something on the forums, but it's just not like it's just not the easiest to find. Like I know because I've looked for specific bugs in the past and I've just really had a difficult time. Try- I've located them over time, but it's just you have a difficult time trying to find them. So I think the issue council is going to be a nice place to go where if you have a bug, you know, to go to the issue council, you see, you know, what the status is on, on any given bug at any given time. And um, it's all about community interaction. So hopefully this will help push people to report bugs and, and get involved with that whole process. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Will they be handing out tissues? Tissues. For the issues. Tissues. Tissues for the issues. Tissues. If if your bug makes you very sad and you need to have a sniffle, you can have a tissue while you wait. Maybe they'll have in-game tissues. I mean, we already have the towel, so. But the towel's not in-game yet. Hey, real spacemen blow their snot rockets into towels. Wait, it's not? The towel's I could have not... sworn I I have no, a towel. The towel's, the towel's like real life. No, no there's an in in-game there. towel. There's an in-game towel? Yeah, in I have hair, it. Yeah. Where is the in-game towel? On the in-game towel rack? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go find this. <laughs> right now. Maybe, oh, maybe you didn't back for it. Maybe you were too late. Oh. oh, whatever. You and your stupid reindeer games. You know you're jealous. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you should Google that up, Jimmy, and just see I, how sad you really are. I, I am absolutely going to have to check that out. I, my my hanger doesn't have a towel. This makes me sad. Yeah, I might let you touch my towel when uh, we get the social module. Ooh, in your <laughs> hanger, huh? Nice, nice. Hey, towel party at John's place. All right. <laughs> Awesome. Um, you know what? We got the, um, I don't know if this was the actual, the for very first time reveal, but it was certainly the uh, the, the big presentation reveal of uh, 
the announcement on the HOTAS, the Star Citizen HOTAS, and it's going to be SciTech that will be manufacturing it. And guys, it has balls. <laughs> yeah. Well, and crack balls. And not just one, it's a whole suite of um, balls. Of uh, HOTAS. Yeah, a whole suite of balls. And rack of balls. <laughs> Um, well, they, yeah, they, they, they start at, uh, or they're going to start at about 149 bucks. And I can't remember that uh, there, you were allowed to vote for something like I want it to be 1995 or less, right? Yeah. Those guys yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost that poll. Well, remember um, the poll originally was for a, like a controller <coughs> or a mouse and keyboard or a HOTAS, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it looks like they just decided to come out with everything. Yeah, it's a complete suite from uh, SciTech, which is pretty awesome. Uh, keyboards, mouse, uh, head headsets, uh, uh, an entry level HOTAS, and a higher end HOTAS. Which uh, the higher end HOTAS has an uh, an LCD uh, or an LED display on it. And yeah. Chris had said, uh, you know, he he had said it was a touch display, but then he was like, oh wait a minute, I don't know if it's a touch display or not. I'm not sure. I'll be in trouble with SciTech. So. Well, we it's don't know OLED. It, is is that the the kind of like the touch screen that they use for the uh, what is it the um, the PlayStation uh, the the Vita the Vita yeah it's o- OLED is just a type of LED LCD yeah. screen. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, we don't know if it's touch screen. I feel like if there's going to be a big screen on it, that it would kind of have to be touchscreen because it looks like it's outputting like your ship systems i thought yeah. the same thing yeah it, it looked it it looks like your ship system readout so like if you want to put shields forward all you have to do is just basically touch the the oled screen and and move it forward so yeah. but I, I chris didn't even know so i would love that honestly i'd probably buy the hotas just to use the touchscreen with my mouse well, you know what's funny is you know they've been kind of dragging their feet for the for the folks that fly stick and uh, throttle. They've been kind of dragging their feet on on what they're doing to try and balance controllers. And obviously now we know why, and it's because they've got basically trackball on the uh, stick and uh, and on the throttle. Yeah. yeah, I'm really interested, and I I we were talking about this in the forums, um, but I'm really interested to see what it's like. Uh, yeah, to control your ship with the stick, and then you know, aim your gimbals with that ball. Seems yeah. I, it, it, I'm very interested in, in experimenting with that as well. Um, I just, on the one hand, it seems like it would be difficult, but on the other hand, I mean, depending on where it sits on the throttle or on the on the stick, it it might feel very natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, uh, on Star Signal this morning, uh, they were asking Sandy about uh, about uh, the, all the SciTech products and if there was going to be a uh, SciTech controller, a Star Citizen controller, seeing as how that's uh, Chris's favored uh, method of uh, playing the game. And uh, she said she wasn't sure, but she's going to look into it. And I guess there's going to be um, a she's going to have some sort of a release next week. Um, uh, talking about uh, a timeline for when this stuff is going to become available. So I wish uh, they would just give us some, you know, product shots so we can see them up close. Uh, that hopefully that's going to be coming out next week. Yeah. But anyway, she mentioned that on the show this morning, so definitely go check that out. Uh, Star Signal. They have a podcast too. You love uh, them. I, what, they episode fifty today. They're ten oh. ahead of us. We need Good to podcast them. harder. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> Technically, right. we have quite a few more than 40. That's true, but, you know, we're, we're humble like that. Yeah. And speaking of humble, more prizes, guys. There was more glaives. They were just throwing them out into the crowd, and, like, one guy lost an eye because it hit him, like, right in the head. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that There's a glaive for you, sir. Ow! Ow! Thank you, ow! How were they uh, giving them away? Uh, they were, uh, people would give them their account and I think Chris told them to contact Alexis and that she would add it to their hanger or something. But how did they, cause they, did they have some physical good that they were giving them? Oh, um, well they, they had a raffle so they were drawing tickets and so like, oh, okay. you know, t- ticket holders, such and such, um, you know. Yeah, every, you, everybody you in the there. crowd didn't get one. It was basically a oh. raffle and then the, the, those winners would go see, uh, Alexis and then they, they would give their account info and. They would get, you know, a glaive in their hanger, basically. Oh, you made me think that they were, like, throwing glaive statues out into the crowd or something. People would be losing eyes. That's what I was trying to, like, you know, draw in the theater of your mind there, John. You drew it. carnage. Carnage. I could see it. Because they had the pointy things on the sides. That would probably take out everyone's eyes. Yeah. I love this game and it blinded me. (laughs) Um, and they also they gave away uh, an AMD eight gigabyte graphics card, which uh, Chris made mention that is the same card that they use in all of their systems, or we're using in all of their systems at the demo. So um, Dang. I thought that was kind of interesting. That's got to be a beast of a card. Yeah, I yeah, think my yeah. nine eighty only has like four gigs. Yeah, I uh, I think I added it to my Amazon wish list. How much was it? Do you remember? Four and change. Oh, that's not that bad, really. No, it's I mean, really not. I'm going to try and pull it up while we're chatting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then they also gave away uh, uh, Chris's game-worn uh, tracksuit hoodie jacket that they're, they've are they discontinued from the uh, from the gear store. <laughs> so, Stain, stains and all? Stains and all. Some lady, lady won it. She came up on stage and he said, uh, what'd you win? He said, your, your, your coat. I can have your coat. <laughs> your jacket. Give me, give me your jacket. Give me your jacket. But she said it with a German accent. <laughs> So it was a uh, it was a Sapphire Radeon R9 390X 8 gigabyte. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, it's uh it's $430. Yeah. So what what are the 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 was it Titans or Tritons or what what are those going to be? The oh, Titan are, the Titans are like crazy expensive. The Titan Z I think is the most recent one is like 1000 bucks. And, and how, how <clears throat> many gigabytes has it got on it? I think it's like 12. Um, Ooh, there you go. But actually the 980 Ti, which is the level up from the one I have, I think is getting like around the same uh, performance as that card. And it's mm-hmm. only like 600 or something. Mm. So uh, I think the 980 Ti is the top of the line uh, single card right now. I think the original Titan was... Yeah, the original Titan was a dual card. It's like an SLI card built into one chassis. Um, and I think this AMD might be that too, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, it, they're all nicer than the card what I got. You have a good That's card? Yeah, you've got a decent card, don't Isn't, you? You have a 770 or something, don't you? 670. 670. It's got four gigs on it. That's pretty good. Know. Yeah, it's it's, it would be good enough to run Star Citizen if Star Citizen would run. Oh, I, I, I have. But a, we'll get to that later. I have a I have a five hundred dollar budget for when Star Citizen is officially 
released. Then I will get my new upgraded graphics card. I'm just going to wait it out. My graphics card works great right now. Got no problems with it. It's a Radeon. And I'm just going to wait. I've got some money put aside. And in a year and a half, two years, when the game is officially live, then I will do a nice big upgrade. I'm selling my house when the game goes live. <laughs> nice. You're going to take out a second mortgage? Yep. Second, third. I don't Perfect. know. I have, to count, I have to count. That might be up to my fourth by now. Perfect. All right. Well, um, they also uh, um, talked a bit about some zone and physics grid systems, which I thought was um, was interesting. Like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but uh, I think what it means for us is that uh, what we got to see coming up in the um, uh, following shortly thereafter in the multi-crew demo, uh, the localized gravity, which made stuff make sense and how um, you had different zones where when you're in the ship, you got some gravity, you get out of the ship, you got no gravity, you get back in another ship, you know, you turn on the gravity thing, you got some gravity again. It was um, it was amazing, and I would imagine that people out in podcast land have seen it by now. But if you hadn't, I mean, one of the things that really stood out to me was uh, the whole premise of the multi crew demo was Drake was going out to a derelict reclaimer, or no, I'm sorry, uh, a uh, uh, retaliator. Retaliator, thank you. Was going out to a derelict retaliator. And the thing that I thought was so cool about that was after they did the EVA and they went into the retaliator. They were floating around in zero G and then they went and flipped the switch and turned the gravity on and you dropped down to the ground. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. And yeah, the localized gravity to me is just absolutely amazing. I don't think that's been done in any game to this level before. It was very believable. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. yeah it, it didn't look like, you know, um, other games you've played where it's like, hey, you're a floaty guy now. And then it's like push the big the big red button and then you go and land on the ground hey you're gravity guy now and uh the um the 64-bit large world map was amazing that was one of the things that i got to see on the tour uh they were in the middle of working on it and um it was it was just really cool to to be able to see it in, in real time it looked exactly like the demo so there wasn't anything that i saw that nobody else saw um but it was just yeah that was one of the things that i got to see and but what i didn't get to see was a little quantum travel, which was really neat. Yes, that was very nice. It was um, kind of like uh, how it looks in Elite Dangerous, but again, sort of more believable. It felt, it felt more. Um, I know Jimmy, you haven't played it yet, but I know John, you have. That when you jump, it's kind of like you you get an effect, and then it just the effect just ends, and boom, you're there. Um, this felt really felt like you were gaining speed, reaching you know, the, the, the critical speed and then coming out of it. So it felt like you were actually traveling a, a, um, a very large uh, distance. Um, yeah, and ED, it kind of feels like it's a loading screen or something. Exactly, exactly. And it, this did not have that feel at all. It was very immersive. Um, but, you know, the also very immersive was the, the space station that the for folks that haven't seen it yet, the the uh, the demo starts off where you're waking up in your comfortable bed on the space station and you've got a beautiful view. You open the window and the shutters pop up real, uh, real uh, cool like. And then you get to see that this space station has the like the, the big spinny things that go around that keep the gravity happening. Um, and you get up and you go out and you find your buddies and you've been given a mission and you're going to go, you've been charged with going and recovering a derelict retaliator, as Jimmy just said. And, uh, you go, the, the you, opening when, when he's just like getting out of bed and opening the window, 
Mm -hmm. Like just seeing that just makes me realize what this game is going to be. And like, just just like those few seconds gets me so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the scope of that view is just stunning. And this, and it's cinematic too. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the way the experience is very cinematic, which, you know, Chris has talked about time and time again, that that is kind of what he's going for is that he wants the experience to be like you're in an awesome sci-fi movie. And I, I think that they've captured that with with uh, um, what they've uh, accomplished to this point. Um, so, you know, as Jimmy said, we, you know, we, we got to do the quantum travel, travel to the far side of the map. Um, and I think Chris even mentioned that if we were to uh, travel that distance without the quantum uh, drive, that uh, at top speed, it would take us uh, over two hours to get to... Uh, this uh, um, asteroid field that you end up traveling to, and then as Jimmy said, we we got to EVA, get out of the um, out of the Drake, which was very cool, um, and and it, and it, it seemed again, it seemed very believable. It wasn't like you know you stood up and you opened the door and like got sucked out. I mean, it was like you opened the door and you sort of floated out purposefully. You know, it was like you were the the, the characters were pulling themselves and pushing themselves, so it wasn't like. Um, uh, you know, you got shot out of a, uh, out of a, a cannon or anything, and it, you were actually like it looked like they were under their own uh, locomotion. Yeah, the characters weren't just floating around like and just moving in space. Like it wasn't just fly mode in Minecraft. Like, like their arms and legs were like conforming to the shapes of the ships, and like they were putting their hands where they needed to put them, and it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I am. I, uh, I, I really I, even better than Space Engineers. I don't know if either of you guys have played Space Engineers, but um, they're they're you float in space and you have a jetpack and you're able to fly around. But it, it felt, you know, more real than that. You know, more believable than that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then the um, the red team uh, who we were following uh, powered up the Retaliator. And uh, the way that they did that, too, seemed very cinematic and believable. It was like they were actually doing something. It wasn't, you know, I don't know, like when in Borderlands, you know, like when one of your buddies is like looking at his menu system or something and the, the, the character is just sort of standing there kind of staring off into space while they're actually like, you know, making machines work or something. I don't know if you remember in the, John, in the in the latest, no, Jimmy, did you play the, the pre-sequel, the Borderlands pre-sequel? No, no, I didn't. Uh, there was uh, there was a machine that you could uh, uh, take your salvaged weapons and toss them into, and it would occasionally spit out a better weapon. And uh, when you fed weapons into the machine, um, uh, you know you had an interface as the player that you would see. But if you were watching a buddy do it, it just basically looked like they were you know kind of just staring at the wall. And it was like in in the multi crew demo. It's like guys are pushing buttons and you're watching guys push buttons and you're watching guys, you know, um, you know, climb up uh, the ladders and the guy like when the guy got into the uh, the turret, how cool that was. He got into the thing and spun upside down and then got sucked down into the uh, into the uh, the chamber there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it was very immersive. You, you can tell that that the game is really going to pull you into that universe and you're going to feel more like you're a part of the universe and less like you're playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're doing like you're participating. You know, you're not just, you know, you're not just punching buttons on a script generator. You're actually participating in the activity that you are um, all uh, um, essentially working together to accomplish. 
So, so, so you get a you get a Drake, a Her- or um, I'm sorry, a Drake Cutlass, and a uh, Hornet. Mm-hmm. Go go out to uh, collect this uh, derelict ship. And there was a Gladius in there too. Yeah, but I think that was just the um, the capture ship, right? I think they were just uh, doing the uh, footage from that ship. Um, oh, I know they had three ships that left. Gotcha. Um, okay. Together. Yeah. And then out of nowhere comes a big bad constellation looking to steal the prize. <laughs> Yes. Which uh, I thought was really nice. I thought they did a good job with that. And um, what's funny is, so basically the way that the demo is supposed to work is the Constellation comes out of warp, tries to take over, uh, or tries to, to basically claim the prize, the Retaliator, and uh, it gets destroyed. That's the way it was supposed And then the Retaliator powers back up, uh, does a quantum jump back to the starport. Mm-hmm. And in the first demo, the first playthrough, the Retaliator took a little too much damage. And its quantum drive was uh, permanently crippled, and they couldn't get it back to the, uh, to the star base. That was so funny. Yeah, I found that to be very amusing. Uh, which is one of the things that you would have missed in, that, uh, in, in the... Um, press demo in the press demo so they ended up doing the entire demo again mm-hmm. which yeah. i thought was was adorable chris was just like oh you guys want to see it again because you know he was irritated that they couldn't get the uh the ship back to the uh, star base but you know jimmy jimmy i don't know if you noticed but in the um in the uh abridged live version of the uh multi-crew demo they actually spliced the second ending to the beginning part I did not notice that. No. Yeah. So you. Um, um, so if you if you if you're looking for what it is we're talking about, you have to watch the full presentation presentation of of this because if you look at the live the excerpt excerpted live multi crew demo, it will have the second ending tacked on where the first one failed, where the first mission failed. And then, then there's some comments at the end where Chris says, "You know, and that's the way it was supposed to work the first time." Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty funny, but it was it was a, a great presentation. Um, I, they really just did such a fantastic job with multi crew. I'm really excited. Uh, we also got to see uh, some uh, um, some crew station uh, UI as well. Um. Crew station. Oh, in the retaliator. In the retaliator. Yeah. 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 Yes, that was that was very cool. Um, uh, and you know the whole the whole big space battle was awesome. Even like Chris said, you know, once the uh, the constellation arrived there, he said, "Okay, let's have a fight." <laughs> yeah. Totally. He, yeah. He was like a little kid. He's like, "Okay, I got I got got my my blue monsters here. I got my red monsters here. Okay, you guys fight!" Ha! You know, he was like a little Pee Wee Herman up there. Except he's Chris Roberts. By the way, that movie only gets two stars on Netflix. Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. I know. You, How? You, you have to be you have to be smart like us to enjoy that movie. That movie mm-hmm. is fantastic. I love that movie. It's hilarious. It is. It is. I like I, I like to do that dance, you know, the dun 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 dun. Yeah. I'm doing that thing right now with my hands. Yeah, it's very cool. Tequila, um, and uh, yeah. So the, the the and the battle the battle itself was, was epic. The um uh you know the the bombs were like you know 
big. I mean, the explosions were like amazing. And, uh, you know, the sound was really good. And uh, uh, apparently the retaliator didn't have enough torpedoes on board or it ran out of torpedoes. But Chris was like disappointed. He kept saying, you don't have any more tor- torpedoes? Shoot the Constellation with another torpedo. Just <laughs> yeah. shoot him with another torpedo. <laughs> so. Well, the Constellation was a tough ship, man. It's a tough ship. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. The um um the the view from the cockpit of the constellation, very um very exciting. Yeah, yeah, I was really happy to see that. Um, and that was another thing that I got to see on the tour was I got to see multiple angles of the uh, constellation exploding, and it was absolutely stunning. I mean, there's some stuff that you might have missed during the actual presentation, like for example, when the glass in the front of the constellation and the cockpit blows out. Mm-hmm. Air, air comes rushing out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, you, yeah. You actually see the ship depressurize, which is just so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was our first real, you know, view into big ship combat, you know, and that I think it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be really, really fun. Really, really fun. So um, speaking of big ships um so that was that was how the 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 presentation the live presentation ended um any uh, any other stuff we want to mention about it before we move on to uh, uh the few other uh, points we've got for the week well a couple of bits um there's a lot of work happening right now in procedural generation um they're really putting a lot of time into seamless transitions from uh space uh down to the landing environments uh, Star Citizen uh, got an award for or two awards from the Guinness Book of World Records, most crowdfunded game ever and most crowdfunded project ever. And then uh, they won uh, DualShocks, uh, got the best uh, PC game at Gamescom, which I think is huge. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. It's a good overall. It's a, it a good presentation. They did a really nice job. What, I think it's a success. What is DualShock? It's a PlayStation controller. I don't know what it what it is. Wait, I thought Jimmy just said that. Well, he did say that, but it's a PlayStation controller. That's I mean, uh, I'm assuming what? it's it's some sort of publication or something. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a publication as well. Yeah, but it's it sounds like it would be a PlayStation publication. And they give out Good awards point. for PC games? I wasn't there. I'm just. Okay. I'm. I am merely quoting what I was told, which okay. was that they were DualShock gave Star Citizen the best PC game award for Gamescom. Oh, maybe it was the DualShock controller itself, and it's jealous of PC gaming. That's exactly. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Given given props to the PC Master Race. Yeah. Come on board for the big win. Alrighty. Well. Um. In addition um, uh, to uh, the event, we also uh, uh, had uh, some other excitement over at uh, the RSI website. Um, they put the Retaliator, and they, they, they featured this also in the um, in the, uh, the presentation too, the Retaliator modules, um, which are now available and ready for everyone to go purchase. And uh, I just wanted to ask, do you guys, did you guys know that for um, the price of one Starliner, just one Starliner, not two, but of one Starliner, you can instead have a retaliator with all the different modules. Hmm. Really? And how how did you find this out, Gleep? With math. <laughs> you you didn't pick up a retaliator. I did not. I still what? own two Starliners. No. I I am, I, I am shocked. <laughs> I resisted. I'm shocked. Why? 
Can you just why, why explain do... to me why you need two? Well, because I, I need I need one for you know for like you know doing military stuff with those guys with ships with the org, and then I need one for like you know doing like airliner stuff, or maybe flying my race ships around. You could have a retaliator though for military stuff. Well, the nice thing is that because I have a ship that's not going to be available until much further down the line, I'm going to get a retaliator as a loner. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to get two of them. <laughs> oh, my but, God. Um, so I, I, I call that win-win. I'm, I'm very surprised that you didn't pick up a retaliator. Oh, it was tough. It was close. I, I, I logged in several times and I clicked buttons and I got to the checkout window and I said, No, no, today you shall not defeat me. Today I shall hold strong. Star G Airlines lives again or lives lives on or something. Star G Lines. It's been a while. Star G Lines, yes. You sure? I remain a viable concern. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, but the modules, the modules for the Retaliator are awesome. Um, we've got, um, and th- these are things that we've discussed uh, before, I think, you know, the possibility of having this available to us. Uh, the the cargo modules, they, they have one for the front and for the rear, so you can add, um, each one would add an additional 20 standard cargo units. So if you need an, an, an armored cargo carrier, the Retaliator is going to work for that. Um uh, there are living modules, also front and rear, where you can uh, you can turn your uh, retaliator into a legitimate uh, urban assault vehicle from uh, from uh, what was that uh, stripes, you know? And uh, each one comes with a small vial of John Candy's ashes, so you got to think about that too. You got that going for you. That's I thought that was a, a subscriber perk. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be getting that in our hangar. Um, and then, uh, the, the baseline version or the version that we has been available to us to this point, uh, has the torpedo bays, both front and rear. Um, so it carries a total of six torpedoes, uh, four in one, two in the other. Um, and then, uh, the one that actually was the most interesting and the one that, that piqued, um, my, uh, my, my little ears, uh, the most was the, um, the dropship variant, which, would allow you to um, to uh, carry uh, some troops around. And I'll read it verbatim from the description. It says, get ready for the amphibious assault. The Retaliator's dropship module has seats for 12 troopers, complete with safety harnesses and two heavy weapon, heavy weapon racks in the middle of the lift. The outer ring of the bay serves as an armory, including two grenade ammunition slash ammunition cases, four rifle racks, two sidearm racks, and an energy recharge station for all standard power armor. So why see, do I they thought, say I amphibious? thought that would have got you? Yeah, yeah. I can put this stuff in my Starliner though. So I'm, you yeah. know. And a, a drink, a drink. What's it, the drink master? Drink master? Mix master? Uh, mix and master, a mix master. Yeah. yeah. And and also a karaoke stage. So you ain't got that in your retaliator, do you? No. <laughs> so we get so we get to sing songs to each other on the way to battle. Today's a good day to die. Let's sing about that. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, and, and I believe that it is still available. Let me check because we keep saying stuff is going to be available and then they take it off the website. I'm scrolling. Yes, it's still there. So actually the, the, the hull of the ship is only, 100, only $150 and then you can uh, mix and match your modules uh, to taste. So go check that out. I'm assuming it's going to be on for about a week. Uh, or so it is up now. It's only 150 for the Retaliator. 
for the it's base. Just a, it's a shell, though. There's no there's no um, mods in it. Oh. Yeah, so I, I don't know what you would be able to do with that. I, I wonder if you could buy the base model and then uh, rent modules with Wreck. Yeah, but that yeah. wouldn't really serve any purpose in the Persistent Universe. So I, No, I'm no, I'm just thinking... Probably not. Until, uh, I mean, just to, to try stuff out until uh, the PU it goes live. Uh, I don't know. Is there um is there an ETA on when those modules will go live? Because I know that right now they're just you're basically um they're basically concept. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we know anybody that actually picked any of those up. Um, I think there, there might have been some posts in the forums about it, but because um, I know um, Ace ha- has the base the base model or the model from before, which came with the torpedo uh, modules, and uh, he says he's happy with what he's got, so he's not swapping anything out yet. Um, so I don't know. Um, but I certainly, if we're talking about arena commander being available sometime before the end of the year, arena commander 2.0, um, then these things I'm, I'm guessing will be in play at that point. And, uh, you know, if we, if we want to reproduce, uh, at home, what we saw on the presentation, then uh, we're going to need that. So there you go. And um, more glaives, um, just you know, because it's glaivomania. Uh, they uh, have made a thousand glaive reproductions for the taking, and uh, so I guess this is just not going to be that rare of a ship after all. Um, well, for a million people, a thousand ships really isn't that much. Uh, the thing is, the they'll they'll be pretty. I think they'll, you'll see a lot of them in Arena Commander because a lot of people are shooting to get the uh, the token to rent it. But in the persistent universe, probably won't see it all that much. Yeah, that's that's probably a good point. Um, so, and what they've set up for the for Arena Commander one point one point six is that they've made the Vandal Swarm mode uh, a little bit harder. Um, although uh, from at the meetup last night, I was asking guys, and they were saying um, that they didn't think it was that much harder than it has been for a while now. Um, and that uh, any players or teams that make it all the way through uh, level 18 or through wave 18 will unlock a special badge for their account, which allows them to rent the glaive from the REC store for only 35,000 REC. Woo! That's a lot of REC. Um, and uh, uh, also, uh, the first 1,000 folks, and that's kind of unclear on if it's the first 1,000 or it's the first 1,000 that, that accomplish this awesome feat and who are also interested in purchasing uh, a real forever glaive. Um, but anyway, 1,000 people will be able to get a, a glaive uh, for 350 bucks, which to me seems kind of pricey. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's that much better than a Super Hornet. I mean, I know it's fast, uh, but uh, like in-game, Stag has one um, because uh, uh, he, uh, uh, go figure, he was like probably the first guy with ships to uh, to make it to uh, to earn that aggressor patch. Um, but he had it last night. He said he was not terribly impressed with the guns on it, but he said it was fun to fly and it's fast. It, it's 240 meters per second, so as fast as... Uh, the Merlin or the um, uh, the Gladius. Um, well, and the guns can only they're only specific to uh, Vandal, correct? The Van the Vandal or the only you, you can't swap it out for for a Behringer, for example. I, not that I'm aware of. I don't I don't know. I don't know for sure. Certainly, you can't swap out those big pointy knives on the sides. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, 
all and but though uh, uh, Stag was using those uh, to his advantage last night, he kept cutting the wings off of Ace's uh, Hornet, which was pretty funny. <laughs> nice. It was like Ace actually said, "You cut my wing off." <laughs> this is now I'm spinning helpless in space. It was funny to me. Um, and uh, so anyway, Stag Stag made it to level 18. Uh, but that's not all. Last night at the meetup, uh, Fabled Junkyard, uh, our very own uh, John the Only Jonto, and Avi Physics also made it to wave 18. And uh, I believe that, um, uh, John, have you noticed, did you get the patch in your profile? I did. Okay, cool. And I believe I believe Avi did also. I, I think uh, Fabled had to log off before we got confirmation on that. But uh so uh, those uh, three fine gentlemen are going to be able to uh, rent the glaive, and uh, should they choose, also purchase one. So, congrats! I, I have the badge, but I'm not going to use it because I have to keep my prospector badge up there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we um we ran another game with uh, three other guys. Um, unfortunately, I'm the one that set it up, and I did a private match. And it doesn't look like you get the badge if you complete it in a private match. So, oh no! For anyone that was in that game, I'm sorry. (laughs) You just have to do it. Well, it seems like it's doable, so it doesn't seem like it's. Yeah, it's not that hard. I mean, if you have a couple super hornets in there, it's pretty much guaranteed. All right. Well, cool. Is there Um, any window on this? Uh well I'm imagining the as far as the um as far as the uh completing wave 18 and getting to rent one I'm not that I'm aware of. Um, oh do you think the badge just it's going to be available to get that badge forever? Um Yeah. I I don't see anything in the text here that says it's going to go away. Okay. Well, um um, but of course, the, you know, I'm sure the first there's no and there's no count on the on the number of ships available that I that I've been able to find. So we'll have the to glaive see if, on how many of the thousand are, are yet still available to purchase. It looks like zero are left. Yeah, that wasn't going to last long. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. Well, they found a, a thousand uh, a thousand suckers. I mean, I mean, you know, fans <laughs> to uh, to uh, spend three hundred fifty dollars. on it. Some people like the alien tech, man. You know, some some people like big, impressive, powerful ships. Some guys like little Swiss Army knives. <laughs> Ouch! Why are you <laughs> hating on the glaive, yo? Uh, because I'm not a Vanduul, all right. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody still is trying to get that badge, I will help anybody that needs it next week. Good, because I need that badge. I will help there you. There you go. I hope Ace got it last night because he was saying, he says, I'm the squadron commander and I don't have the badge. That's not right. <laughs> so hopefully uh, hopefully that will be uh, remedied soon if it hasn't already been. All right. Well, speaking of, um, I think, Jimmy, you made mention of it earlier. There was a flash sale um, that they did and they had announced that ahead of time that was going I, to run. That's uh, such a good transition. Uh, flash Sale. Ah! I was waiting for Jimmy on that one. It's too too slow. What, Duration what, of the presentation. What was your segue? Ooh. No, earlier, to, earlier, way, way earlier. Oh, okay. Roughly. I thought we were going to be on the same wavelength with the Flash thing. No, here. but that is that is good. Nice job. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen that movie, John? Yes, I have. 
it's the most ridiculous, cheesiest. I loved that movie when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> I don't I don't remember how many times it was one summer I just watched that movie over and over and over again on HBO. It's got a good theme song. Oh yeah, it's a great theme song. That was the first eight track I ever bought, Gleep. Wow. Yep. Soundtrack to Flash Gordon. Eight track you really you yep. you had eight tracks. Wow. Well, I was I, I was on the back end of eight tracks. But yeah, the first piece of music I ever bought was the soundtrack to Flash Gordon and it was on eight track. Impressive. Mm-hmm. But so the flash sale, um, I was completely wrong. I thought well, it was going to be for the weekend, and it was they—they they weren't kidding. It was literally just the presentation. Jimmy, we were all wrong. We triumphed together. We shoulder defeat together. Ah, thank you guys. Although you were the one that said it, that totally my fault. <laughs> did um? Did anybody pick anything up? No, not nothing. John? N- nope. Yeah, I um, you know, it's funny is I went back and looked at the Carrick again, um, and I just it's just it's it's too much it's too much ship for me. I don't want something that big. It's the same reason why I don't want a Genesis. I want something that is just a little bit more a little bit smaller. And I, I went and I looked at them again, and and the Merchantman. I'd like to see what that game what that ship looks like in game. That might be an end game ship for me, but even still. I'm just like, I keep going back to the Constellation and there's just nothing that fits that niche as well as that ship. So yeah, I didn't pick anything up either. Yeah. Well, it's um, on the 6th, which would have been Thursday, they had uh, sales of or funding of $18,719 on Friday the 7th, when the which would encompass the flash sale. They had sales of four hundred twenty-seven thousand five hundred sixty-nine. So, I think some some folks made some additions to their hangers. Oh yeah. Well, I heard I heard we had a million-dollar weekend. Yes, because uh, let's see, Friday, Saturday, um, about four twenty-five, and Sunday about two seventy-five. Nice. All right. Nice. Rock on. Yeah. So, um, and we were now at eighty-six nine twenty-four five ninety. So. Getting real close to the eighty-seven million. What, what's the stretch goal at eighty-seven million? Don't we like get um, like uh, um, caramel corn? Chris Roberts comes to everybody's house and gives them a hug. That's nice. Yeah, and, and it's one of those hugs that like he hugs you for just a little bit longer than you would normally hug somebody, so it feels just a little bit uncomfortable. That and sounds like a Jimmy hug. It is totally a Jimmy hug, and he <laughs> and he says he says no words. He just looks in your eyes and then leaves. With his jetpack, he flies away on his jetpack. <laughs> that's wow. that's the stretch goal. <laughs> that's beautiful. I think he probably should. It. He shouldn't have caramel core anyway, on account of his pancreas. <laughs> we got to watch after the man's pancreas. We got to get this game out, man. Uh-huh. Really These right, demos, yes. I think, uh, really got people excited for the game. Oh yeah, no question, oh, no yeah. question. Although I don't know if you guys were watching the twitch chat at all um during the stream a little bit there were a lot of trolls in there Ugh, like so a lot of people i don't even know how they found it but a bunch of people that obviously like had no interest in the game and like had no idea what it was they were probably like 10 year olds just like yeah. call of duty kids i don't it was bad <laughs> i i didn't good. didn't even watch the stream what um without getting too into it what were some of the things they were saying Oh, they were just saying, like, 
how horrible the game looked and how unfinished (laughs) it looked i guess i don't it was it didn't make any sense it it was presentation is a total failure you know yeah yeah, wow yeah okay sure and they were they were they really loved the whole jared thing though the 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 jared uh stick with red one they were just like oh, blaming. Yeah, yeah. They were blaming everything on Jared. So they really Aww. they turned that into a meme instantly. So, so Jared, Jared became Left Shark. Oh, Left Shark! Left Shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left Shark. Right, right. Um. So anyway, those ships went on sale. Um. And it was you know, a pretty eclectic uh, selection. I mean, Retaliators. I don't know why they offered that since they were going to be doing the thing with the modules, but they did. Uh, Carrick, Orion, Cartuol, Caterpillar, which is interesting. Uh, that's um, a ship we haven't seen for a while, and uh, it's, it's, it was nice to see it out there. I wonder if, if some folks uh, uh, picked one of those up. The Merchantman, which was also probably um, a popular um, uh, selection, given I've heard a lot of people talk about, hey, when's the Merchantman going to go back on sale? Um, and, you know, relative to some of the other ships, not that, because it's a huge ship, right? The Merchantman? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. For for two fifty, I mean that's uh, it seems like a, a like a, a pretty good deal, especially like when you're looking at the reclaimer or the Carrick for for three fifty. So, um, huh? It'll be um, it'll be uh, it looks like they raised some money, so it uh, it all worked well, and um, uh, it was over before it had begun. It was you know it's kind of the sad thing is for a lot of folks you know like on uh, on the left coast here, it was over before they got off of work, you know so. I couldn't really get a chance to. Uh, I'm I'm surprised, yeah. Jimmy, like you, like you are, that 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 it didn't go at least until midnight or something. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And I I, I may have been um, live tweeting the event from work. <laughs> if anyone at Jimmy's work is listening right now, I had um I had the stream on my phone, which I had basically sitting on my notepad. And I had uh, my laptop open, and so I was basically tweeting out the the big announcements. Uh, you know that uh, social mod this month, um, Star Marine next month. Uh, but yeah, it was just like so. I was listening to the whole presentation, and unless it was like you know when it was a lot of exposition, I was able to actually work. Um, but I kept my eyes kept darting down to my phone. So uh, yeah, I may have been misbehaving a little bit at the office. Oh dear. Well, so your secret is safe with us. <laughs> the Orion is cheaper than it was before. Really? Wasn't it three fifty? I'm pretty sure mm. it was three fifty. Mm, we we cannot rule out the possibility of Gleep making a typo too. So no, no, no. I'm talking about when it was originally in concept sale. No, I understand, but I'm saying in the in the notes here, I I might have, I might have transposed some numbers. Oh, because I was typing real fast. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So, but because that would surprise me if they would put something on on sale for cheaper. True. You know, I mean, I know the Cartwell. That was the price it was it was on for last time. The Carrick and and the Reclaimer both. That seems right for them. Merchantman. I'm not old enough to remember last time that was on sale. So. Um, I'll just take their word for it that it was two fifty. How much was your Starliner? Uh, four hundred. Oh, these ships seem cheap compared to <laughs> recent offerings. A <laughs> little bit. I mean, but you know, you know, eight ninety jump, which they gave away three of them. You know, for for putting on some dirty overalls and holding up a sign that said something. Uh, those were originally six hundred. They just like throwing them out like candy. Here Dang. you go. 
Here's a yacht for you and a yacht for you. Oh, I'm just bitter because I wasn't there. So at the end uh, of the multi-crew demo, was that an Idris flying over? That's what I wanted to ask you guys. What was that? I have no idea. I, I Maybe it was an Idris. I, I just couldn't tell you. I had the same exact question. In the YouTube comments, somebody said it was an Idris. And I looked at it again, and it it resembles what the Idris used to look like. And that was my first thought. But it also looks maybe a little too small. Um, but maybe after they did all the changes that they said they were going to do, that that's how it looks now. But I, I don't know. Wow. It sure was impressive. Well, the, if you remember, um, when they first were talking about like what the features for Arena Commander were going to be, one mm-hmm. of them was, I believe, Capture the Idris. Yes. And I think later they said that was going to be in 2.0, but they haven't really talked about it for a while. So maybe it is going to be in 2.0, and it's kind of a secret thing. Oh, so we in the preview we get sort of a a capture the retaliator, but in the main event we're going to get capture the Idris. Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. All right, well, guys, um, 1.1.6 patch came out, and uh, for some of us it's been just uh, nothing but un- unbridled joy and happiness. For others of us, it's been sadness and frustration. So, but we're going to talk about that on the next show. So. It gives you something to tune in for tomorrow. What do you say we get out of here? I think we might be uh, might be about due. All right. Um, so, um, who shall we support today? Uh, Your favorite I th- site and mine. Yeah, I think Engine is a good choice. Well, it's a bit obvious, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> They power our website. Please, please, please do go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. You spell that E-N-J-I-N.com. Also, support Ronald Jenkins. We've got a new song. We're playing it for y'all. So go check it out and buy it from him at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Support me, please. I need the help. I'm Star Gleep. My game doesn't work. Check the show notes for my contact deets. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? I am all over the Twitters, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can find me over at uh, Versecast.org and over at Official RSI under my handle, Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And email me over at uh, Jimmy at uh, Versecast.org. You can find me at the only Jonto. You can email me at John at Versecast.org. You can also email the show at comms at versecast.org. If you have a question or just a shout, you want us to shout out you or something, I don't know. You can email whatever you want at that email address. And we'll talk about it in the Those Guys with Ship show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at versecast. We'll follow you back. Make sure to use the hashtag TGWS and search for that hashtag as well so you can find... And tweet about Star Citizen and all kinds of stuff that, you know, those guys with ships might want to look at. Uh, RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships, and we'd love to have you. Versecast.org is where we have our forums and our mumble server, links to the podcast. That's just our home base. Head over there. You can find everything. 
Um, iTunes, you can review us. Just search for Versecast. We uh, haven't had many reviews lately, so we need reviews. Please leave us a review. Please do. Only you can leave us a review. Only you. I like that. (laughs) You're a big bear in my mind. Only only you can prevent zero stars. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We're still creative an hour and 22 in. Does it work? That's good. Let's see what the next show's like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time, then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been The Versecast. See you guys. See you later. Be nice to your pancreas. Stick with Red One. Jared!